Hello, and welcome to another episode of Creepy Pasta, the Creepy Pasta Podcast. With me, your host, Jeff Kowalski. It's the same. I'm the same guy who hosted before all the other times. I have some guests with me, but I'll introduce them after I ramble a bit. On this podcast, we talk about creepy pastas, which are creepy viral internet stories that mostly 4chan made in 2007. <laughs> uh, that laugh there is my first guest, Judd Matarang. Hi, guys. And I also have with me uh, Katie Versace. Hello. She didn't laugh before. I, I, I laughed s- a little quieter. <laughs> uh, Judd, you have brought for us another uh, story from the SCP Foundation, this time SCP-055. Why don't you uh, introduce our dear, dear audience to this wonderful story. Yeah, so um, uh, SCP, if you guys have heard about it before, um, secure, contain, protect, and they uh, have all these these files about uh, sometimes supernatural objects or unexplained phenomena, um, and so uh, SCP-55 is classified as a self-keeping secret or an anti-meme, um, so nothing is really known about its, its physical appearance, uh, its nature, behavior, um, origins, they call it uh, self-class um, uh, anyone who makes any sort of contact with it, uh, are they're able to process what it is. Uh, but as soon as they try to recall it later on or write something down or take a picture or make any sort of recording, they, they can't remember it. Uh, it the information leaks uh, out, of, out of the person's mind uh, as soon as they've observed it. Uh, uh, it it's, it's contained in a, in a prison, uh, but there's really no knowledge about how it was contained or when it was contained because people can't really remember it. Um, and so as you read through this document, uh, uh, people start hypothesizing why and how it got there. Maybe perhaps that it was, uh, that it is autonomous or that it's being controlled remotely. Uh, uh, maybe that SCP didn't capture it so much as that it wanted to be captured or uh, mm. that it is uh, letting itself uh, observe uh, what's going on. And so uh, in Addendum A, uh, there's a note from uh, Bartholomew Hughes from the NSA. It says, hey, if this thing really is an anti-meme, why doesn't the fact that it's an anti-meme get wiped? We must be wrong about that somehow. Wait a minute, what if we were to keep notes about what it isn't? Would we remember those? Um, and then there's uh, Document uh, 0552, a uh, report of Dr. John Marichek, and he is interviewing a subject whose name is redacted uh, about about Object 55, and uh, he asks him a series of questions, um, ask him about, okay, maybe if you don't know what it was like, do you remember what it wasn't? And um, as the guy starts answering the questions, the doctor starts forgetting about how he just described uh, what the item was. So, uh, very, very interesting, kind of creepy. Uh, yeah. Reminds me of, uh, of the, the silence from Doctor Who. Now, I'm not a Doctor Who fan, so I can't tell you any more than that, but I do remember my girlfriend telling me once about the silence, <laughs> and I thought it was the creepiest thing. It's like, yeah, you look at it, and then, you know, you can't it, they can erase themselves from your memories. It's as if you never saw them. Um, so, yeah, I think that's, what's... Uh, that's, a, that's another... The, the last SCP we talked about was pretty much the weeping angels from Doctor Who, where they they uh, are just a stone statue while you're observing them, and as soon as you stop, they they can move around. Oh, are you talking oh, so about? So it's like uh, a boo. The, <laughs> yeah. What's it 
and then this one is uh, the Silence of Doctor Who are like the the standard gray aliens, um, but they also have suits on for some reason, so they have kind of like a Slender Man vibe. Um, and it's created by the same guys, the Weeping Angels. Uh, but when you're looking at them, you get it, and you see them, and then as soon as you turn away, you forget that you saw them. Right. Yeah, yeah, you have to, like, con- continue to maintain some kind of eye contact with them. Yeah. See, what I like about this is they determine it's not spherical, and as soon as they remember it's not spherical, they remember. They're like, oh yeah, there's something not shaped like a sphere, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I, think what really makes this one great is not so much what is written as much as it is what what isn't written, you know, the yeah. kind of what's what you read between the lines. Um, when that guy talks about, uh, he's like, wait a minute, if we can remember that it's an anti-meme, does that mean it's not an anti-meme? Because we can't ever remember anything <laughs> or what it looks like or anything so if you are able to classify it it is not that the thing you classify it as and And the fact that they can't remember why it's there or who put it there does that mean that those are important to what it is yeah it's it's the unknown part that's really creepy and you think oh it's it's secured it's you know it's it's in a prison but uh, no one can ever remember what it looks like or how it got there or who put it there or who constructed the prison or how the prison holds it there so uh, you start thinking about like maybe it's it put itself there or something like that yeah and then also um, I really like that they have a whole file on it full of pictures and video um, but no one can remember taking them as soon as you like <laughs> look at the pictures of video you're like I don't remember what I just watched but like so it's it's recorded it's documented what it looks like mm-hmm. so it's interesting but like we still can't know Katie you just read this story just now so what are your thoughts on it really creepy <laughs> um, <laughs> so it doesn't like it doesn't like a lot of SCPs, they they like they have to kill or feed in some way. Like this one, nobody knows. Like like people can openly study it; they can be in the same like place with it, but mm-hmm. it just doesn't doesn't seem to do anything. Yeah, it's yeah, just kind of there. And like you <laughs> said, um, they actually did. It, they note that at least one attempt has been made to destroy SCP-055 or possibly remove it from its containment site, and met failure for reasons unknown. <sighs> so they don't even know why why they weren't able to kill it or you know it's also uh, kind of interesting that it has a faraday cage around the uh the mm-hmm. the concrete prison which uh prevents like electromagnetic interference yeah which seems weirdly suspicious <laughs> although that that detail almost seems unnecessary i mean it's nice it's a nice little extra thing but like i mean it's already spooky that we can't remember it let's be real here yeah, yeah. i mean <laughs> if if someone remembered that a faraday cage is probably going to keep it in there then they probably remembered wrong you know oh so yeah that's it's true probably yeah you can't trust pretty much anything <laughs> you read um, you, you can't trust any of the measures that they've taken to contain it um doesn't matter how thick the doors are or you know um and and i think for me what makes it really creepy is you know it, it deletes itself it deletes itself from from your memory um there's you you do know in in the moment you know and you're looking at it and you can you know but you can never remember you can't in the yeah. next second it's already gone you've already forgotten it so whatever horrifying or beautiful thing that you've seen it's it's gone yeah and that's the other thing is no one seems to have a particularly harsh reaction to the thing they mm. just can't they just can't remember it like no one's flipping out when they see it or maybe but then they it, are 
Yeah, maybe they are. Well, that's no, because people like there's the um the little interview at the end, and the guy's interviewing the person who just went in to see it, and he seems perfectly actually normal. N- no, there's there's um that section that says uh, uh when it lists all the facts about the description, it says all of these facts are periodically rediscovered, usually by chance readers of this file, causing a great deal of alarm. The state mm. of concern lasts for minutes at most before the matter is simply forgotten about. So whatever they see. They, they freak out about, and then they're like, uh, well, I thought that these facts was the bullet list above, like, oh, we don't know what it looks like, or why it's there, or who put it there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that would cause a bit of alarm at the, the SCP Foundation. I, I, it's, SCP t- stands for Secure Contain Protect, but it also stands for Special Containment Procedures. Mm-hmm. And it makes it hard to say anything but SCP. Sometimes I want to expand it and call it the full name, but, but it's too different. Yeah. It's got both. <laughs> I wonder, does it, does it really, like, does it take your memories away, or does it just block them? And does that matter at all? <laughs> Or is it, like, just a physical object which contains no information and so cannot be remembered? Well, like, maybe it's just a total lack and they can't remember it because it's it's the absence of existence. It's just something that isn't there. I mean... Yeah, just blew what? your mind. Yeah. <laughs> My mind was blown when I read this. I'm like, wow, I'm spending way too much time trying to make sense of this fake thing. <laughs> well, the the number one scariest thing for humans, I think, is is the unknown, and that's uh, the embodiment of what SCP-005 is. It's it can never be known, and when it is known, it's immediately forgotten. That preys at the that really primal fear of like, what's out there? I don't know. I want to go look out in the dark, but I'm too scared to leave my cave. Um, and that's that's what this is. This is the the dark outside of the cave that you that could be anything, but you don't know what it is. Yeah, it's um. As you can tell, I'm very afraid of the dark that's that's really what this comes down to <laughs> i just clicked on a, a link to another article i got a little sidetracked and this one's really interesting because the entire article is written in pictographs i like that one it's apparently some sort one. of monster that eats language wow yeah it's I, from what i took away from it is it it's that if you speak the monster can can take you, uh, but it, it if that's why the whole thing is written in symbols. It, you can't yeah. write words, you can't type out words, but if you write in symbols, the monster takes your symbols away and it leaves you alone. But if you speak about it or anything out loud while the monster is by, scoops you up, pulls you into its tentacles. <laughs> say goodnight. Yeah, yeah like it's <laughs> it's real spooky. Uh, anyway, the zero. Zero five five is uh, it's similar. It's uh, it's it's an unknowable thing. Like you can describe it, but it doesn't matter because no one can read or remember your descriptions. Yeah. And even if even if your descriptions exist, uh, there's no way of knowing if they're actually right or not. In fact, if you if you can read it and remember it, then it's definitely wrong, right? Yeah. This yeah. entire uh, this entire article thing could be wrong. Everything yeah. they know for sure could just be not. Yeah. Maybe it isn't not a sphere. <laughs> Because if they can remember that about it, then it must not be true. Maybe but then that means, but then that means it's a sphere. But then if you can remember it's a sphere, it's a knot. It's yeah. it can't be. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so Judd, what's the spookiest line of this story to you? Uh, spookiest line story. Let's see. Um, for me, it has to be that little addendum where that Addend- guy has. Yeah, the addendum yeah. where he has that uh, that realization where he says. Uh, he says, uh, "Why do if, if it really is an anti meme." 
then why doesn't the fact that it's an anti-meme get white? We must be wrong about that somehow. Yeah. Like, he, he just realized, he's like, wait, I remember something about it. But you can never remember anything about it. So then that means I don't remember anything about it. <laughs> yeah. So, Katie, what about you? Do you have a, uh, a spookiest part of this story? Um, I have two, actually. One's in the description. It says, a great deal of scientific data has been recorded from SCP-055 but cannot be studied. That's like... That's a little alarming there, but the most spooky yeah. part is uh, the document under the addendum, where it's the exchange between the doctor and uh, the redacted name. Um, yeah, I really like that. Yeah, it's really, yeah, I, really I like, well done. I like where he says, uh, where he says, what? I, and then it just says, subject appears uncomfortable. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, because that almost implies, like, the object, like, the people are pretending to forget. Like, the yeah. object convinces them not to talk about it or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, we don't know what the extent but, of its quote-unquote power is. Oh. Yeah. Uh, and since Judd took my spookiest part, uh, I'm going to say that the, <laughs> the, cla- the class the object class Keter. Uh, I looked that up. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that's particularly spooky because that means sometime in the past people observed it to be both A, uh, that it A, displays vigorous, active hostility to human life, civilization, and or space-time, and B, is capable of causing significant destruction in the event of a containment breach. Holy crap! Mm. So, like, that's that's not the... the I'm pretty sure that's not the top level of, uh, of containment, but that's... Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty pretty difficult uh to have to to have that. I guess that's part of why people get freaked out and alarmed about it. What are the what are the object classes? I've seen a lot of Euclid class objects. Yeah, uh Euc- Euclid uh they it's it's unpredictable but it's basically like an unknown and doesn't really have an existential threat to humanity and then Keter is more dangerous and then Anomalous Neutralized Decommissioned is uh, uh, th- th- pretty much what it sounds like. I thought um, like not the first SCP but you know the, the original one from the game um, I thought, oh, the I the, stat- was- the statue one that you can't see that yeah, like I, can move when you're not looking at it. I um, oh, I, wa- uh, I watched uh, Rich Kayanka and Schmorky play, and uh, they kept calling it Baby Bloodbutt, and that's how I know it now. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's Baby Bloodbutt. I I remember um, reading about it. I thought it was a Euclid, but it's actually like super dangerous. Yeah, that um. That story, that's really interesting about this whole thing is that guy, um, wrote that story. Probably he saw the episode of Doctor Who with the Weeping Angels because that aired in summer 2007 and the story is from summer 2007. Um, and then like a few years later, someone linked him to the SCP wiki. Like it had mm-hmm. all sprung up without him even knowing about it. He, he oh. just wrote that initial story and then everyone, uh, kind of added to it and it's become this huge collaborative thing which is awesome yeah that that's that one is that. that's 173 <laughs> right the one um the one that you you have to have three people coming in at the same yeah. time and they and and you all have to be like i'm i'm blinking now nobody blink at the same time as me because we'll all die <laughs> yeah pretty much yeah all right yes. so uh that's gonna be that's gonna be our episode i think right guys mm-hmm. no 
All right. Delete um, it. <laughs> <laughs> Judd, do you have uh, anything that you want to plug? Maybe a um, handle? Yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I finally decided to go public with my Twitter after what is it, uh, seven seven long years of, of keeping it private. Um, so you can follow me. It is Cephalic on Twitter. Yeah, I'll put a link to that in the description. Katie, what about you? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm also on Twitter. I'm at Katie V or at Katie underscore V. Uh, at KDD is uh, not as funny. <laughs> it's a C A T I E underscore V. Okay, and you can reach me at J3FK or at weaponizedlanguage.com. Uh, oh, that's right. I forgot to plug this last episode, but Judd is in a uh, audio story I made about a ghost who is also a detective. Judd that's voices right. a demon in Frank Ecto Ghost Detective Episode 2, which you can find at weaponizedlanguage.com slash Frank Ecto. That's Frank hyphen Ecto. Uh, and he's in episode two of that. So yeah. that's also available on iTunes. So subscribe, rate, review us and Frank Ecto. And with that, uh, spooky sign off. Good night. Good night.